Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The name Derek Ramsey rings all across the Commonwealth of Kentucky. From his football playing days at the University of Kentucky, Peach Bowl champions, 10-1 season. It was a pretty good run they had. He played for the Oakland Raiders. So he's got a Super Bowl ring from that. He also played for the New England Patriots. Has a Super Bowl ring from that one as well. But his life has evolved in so many ways since then. It's all chronicled in a new book called They Call Me Mr. Secretary. Derek Ramsey, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Terry. Thanks for having me, brother. I loved your book. I just, it is, it's, Thank an, you. it's an amazing well, I, ride I, I, through I all knew, kinds of I knew that you were enjoying something when you called and left me a message and called me Deke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they call you Mr. Secretary, but they called you Deke when you were a little kid. I think somebody said Sonny Boy at some point. Was that uh, Al Davis or was, John Madden? Al Sonny Boy was Governor Chandler. Governor Ch- That's right. And then so yeah. we we all know you've, you've been connected to all these prominent people in your life. And then it took you a while to reflect upon what Governor Happy Chandler told you, right? Yes. Yes, it did. Yes, it, yes, it did. And what Governor Chandler told me, for, for your listening base, he told me that every time I took the field as the African-American quarterback, I took the field for every African-American in the state of Kentucky. And I remember, and I quote verbatim, I told Governor, I said, uh, I came here for two, for two specific reasons. One, to get an education, and second, to uh, go to the National Football League. And uh, as you would have it, over the years, once I became a secretary and was out traveling all around the state, and I would meet these elder people of color, and I'd go to introduce myself, and they would say, I know who you are. I know exactly who you are. And I just want you to know that every time you took the field, I was very, very proud. I mean, I would hear these kinds of comments over and over and over again. And so it made me reflect back to the conversation that I had with uh, Governor Chandler. He was absolutely right. You've worked for two other governors. You, you, you just knew Happy Chandler, but I mean, you worked in the Ernie Fletcher administration and also for, right. for Governor Matt Bevan, and you give great right. insights. This is anybody who loves Kentucky should be able to read this book and see the complexity and the fight in each administration to try and get jobs here. And that was an area, especially that you're still working on to this day. That, 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 that's, that's exactly right. And also Terry, let me, let me say this as well. Of all the jobs I've had in my life, inclusive of playing in those two Super Bowls that I'm extremely proud of, there was no job I enjoyed more. And that was more rewarding to me than being Secretary of Workforce and Education. Uh, it allowed me to go into these communities 
many communities like the one that I grew up in down in Hastings, Florida, and give these folk hope, talking about apprenticeship, talking about jobs, helping them get trained up. You know, because still here in the state of Kentucky, in our Commonwealth, the median income for a family of four is still under 45000 Well, when I was talking about the apprenticeship program around uh, the state of Kentucky, uh, the average uh, for a for a journeyman was $60,000 per year. Right. And so there are just so many incredible opportunities that, that are there for, for our people. And you go back looking at this pandemic, what happened, when it, it, it's almost embarrassing to me, and I think it should be for every American. That being this, when we have issues getting infamil for our infants in a country, and we're supposed to be the most dominant, biggest country in the world, how the heck does that happen? How's it happening? And so I say that to say there's so many incredible opportunities for our folk here in the Commonwealth to earn a fair wage, because that's always a big conversation. People are talking about earning a fair wage. Well, when you're into the become a journeyman, you will earn that and more. So it was just very, very fulfilling for me. It gave me an opportunity to give back to people that had given me so much and supported me so much throughout my years here as a, as a undergraduate. Indeed. And your story though, is so great that you're still out there. You're working to help people try and get them placed. And I just, I'm just going to send people to your book. It's called, they call me Mr. Secretary by Derek Ramsey. Yes. Now the, the, the mm-hmm. passage is about like Al Davis, the owner of the Raiders, you have yeah. kind of a love hate thing because he's rough on you but he swings back and then and then pumps you to 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 reach for a higher goal in life. You mentioned something about a car, and he goes, "I want you to own a 747." <laughs> yeah, and what he said was, Al had this black Cadillac Brom, and uh, when we would fly out for games, I would sometimes get there at the airport the same time that he would, and Terry he would park this car right there. And I never once saw anybody come just right in front of the airport there, right right there in the front door. I never saw anybody come and pick up that car. Never once. And I'd sit there sometimes 10 or 15 minutes just to wait and see. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Well, anyway, I was sharing with Al. I said, in my next contract, I'd like for you to give me one of those for my mom. She'd love to have something like that. And I quote, he said, kid, uh, I don't want you to think about Cadillacs. I want you to think about 747s. That's what you need to own. You don't need to own no car. Get a damn 747. <laughs> <laughs> but he he and was so, he was a strong figure in your life. But your mom and dad were so strongly rooted into discipline, making sure you and your siblings Got education right. above all else. I mean, they loved the athletic right. part of life, but the education was everything. Right. Well, and the, the part that was fascinating about this, and I'm certain that there are many other people that have parents, that my mom got her GED after I graduated from UK. My dad had a high school diploma. And so in our home, my dad was an incredible athlete in my hometown. My mother was an incredible athlete 
in our hometown. She was a great basketball player. As a matter of fact, that's who taught me how to play basketball was my mom. After school, she'd come out in the backyard and help us, help me shoot around. But there was always this focus on education. And I tell the story in there, we used to have to wait until my father got home from work and we'd sit to the table and wait till he got there. And so when he got there, and there was always conversation around the table about what he expected from us and what he expected us to deliver to this community and to our family. And there was this one evening he said, I don't want any of you kids to complain about anything. This is just not a house where we complain. This is a house where we do. He said, so you all's job is to get to the table. He said, you get to the table, that's where all the stuff's cut up. That's where it's all divided. He said, if you don't get to the table, I do not want you to complain about the scraps falling on the floor. So all my life, Terry, I've been trying to get to the table. All my life. And you've gotten to the table. where decisions are made, to be a part of it. And then when you get to the table, you got to figure out where the power is at, at that table. And so that was kind of my life just being pushed and pushed. And and you read about my teacher in there, Ms. McNeil, yep. and, and uh, didn't get a chance to. I lost my, my librarian this past uh, August. She was 97 years young, and she was a critical point in my life. But there were a lot of teachers and a lot of people in our community that poured not only into me, but all the kids that were there. But there was also a great expectation of kids in our community. As I mentioned in the book, uh, there was this one family that I was envious of. They were the Bartley family. Two brothers, a scientist, a war scientist at NASA. Their uncle was a scientist at NASA. Uh, their youngest brother, Ph.D. over here at U.K., all from this little small town, Terry, of 650 people. That's incredible. Yeah, and we had lawyers, we had doctors, we had pharmacists. You know, my siblings, uh, uh, my brother next to me was a retired lieutenant colonel, one of them. Then I had uh, my oldest brother's retired uh, principal, My youngest brother retired from the Army, and my sister was a fifth-grade teacher for 35 years. Yeah, you've had great mentors in your life, but I've noticed in your book you keep learning from people. Like Jim Host and those guys, they talk with you about broadcasting. You decide to go on the U.K. network without any practice, but you learned it. That was something else you figured you'd do. You bought buildings when you played for the Raiders, apartment buildings. Yep. And you, you learned, I mean, your, your business sense is incredible. And just the way it's laid out in the book, I found fascinating. Plus, there's lots of passages from your friends who talk about who you were then and how you've remained consistent through your whole life. Well, you know, once, once you get on this path, Terry, and I, I have been very, very fortunate. And as you mentioned, Jim, uh, Jim, I, I wish I had met Jim. Earlier in my career, I knew him when I was at the University of Kentucky, but then it was, you know, player and this big, big, this guy bigger than life. 
that that everybody was afraid to talk to or didn't know how to talk to. And so he was always friendly with me. But when I moved back here and decided to try to get into broadcasting and uh, I would go meet with him, and it, it was always interesting. Jim reminded me so much of, of the coaches of the era that I played. You know, really gruff guys, want the best for you, and just want to make sure that you're going to work hard. Yeah. And so Jim was Jim was that and more. Uh, to say a friend, that that would be a, a grave injustice for, for Jim and my relationship. Jim has, uh, uh, man, I mean, what a friend, what a mentor, what a person that's seen stuff that I haven't seen. And he gets a kick out of that when he can, when he can teach me something. But his demanding demeanor, his demanding way has helped me forge forward and in, in, in a lot of ways, in particular in the latter part of my career. Yeah, you've had in particular so in the uh, in politics. Yeah, you've had strong what voices the whole time, though. Not Jim Host, but yeah. uh, the the UK presidents have been helpful to you. Matt Bevan, helpful to you. Yeah. Ernie Fletcher, all these folks, and then That's right. you learned and and advanced each time. Uh, yes, yes. You know, I've, I've been very fortunate that people have given me an opportunity and they've trusted in me. And, and, of course, your reputation also helps. I mean, they know I'm a nonsense guy. I have always been that way. When I was a quarterback, I was always demanding. That's why I still have the relationships that I have with my guys 40-some years later uh, because I demand things. I want to be the best. Uh, I don't want to just show up and be a part of it. We have to win. If I'm participating, we win. Yeah. You know, we don't just show up and shake hands and get the participation trophy. I don't want it. You keep it for yourself. All right. Well, the book's stuffed full of great stuff about your time at UK, and including time when you heard booze and it hurt you for a long time. But all yeah. that's fleshed out in there, and it's just a it's a great life story. Uh, so I congratulate you on the book, and I know there's plenty more to go for you, Derek Ramsey. The book's called They Call Me Mr. Secretary. I got it off Amazon. Is it available now everywhere in bookstores yes, too? Amazon. Well, no, on Amazon right just, now. Just get it off for Amazon. Derek, it's yep. great talk. Deke, it's great talking to you again. <laughs> and thank you very much. I can't Derek. wait thank to. You. I can't wait to tell uh, Tony Cruz his name is in there. He and and Dick Gabriel <laughs> working radio with you. That is awesome. Oh man, we had fun on that Friday Night Live. We sure did. You give Tony my best. I shall. I'll pass it along. And I think people are going to love the insights into Coach John Madden, Al Davis, the whole deal of going up to New England and playing there. And and then, of course, you you meet your wife, but she doesn't become your wife for yeah. 20 years because it takes you a long time to make it a big decision like that, right? Well, yeah, I, I process things a lot slower in some <laughs> regards than people. But I, but, I, but I think also to that end, Terry, uh, you know, coming up from a humble beginning, I wanted to, when I got married, to be able to give my wife and my family all the things that I wish my parents could have done for us. Because I saw two parents work two jobs until my youngest brother got to college. And uh, I just wanted to make darn sure when I got married that I was in a place financially that I could have the nicer things in life. But you can, so, 
Yeah, you can read so the, the man- love from your mom and dad in that book, though. Wow, it was strong, oh, powerful stories. Yeah, thank you. Thank All you right. very much. Derek, great talking to you. We'll see you down the road. Always. Thanks, Derek. All right. Derek Ramsey, longtime quarterback, of course, at uh, UK. And then, of course, he went to the Oakland Raiders where he played tight end. But his story is is about business and life and motivation and leadership. It's fantastic. Book's called They Call Me Mr. Secretary. Back in a minute on News Radio 840 WHAS. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.